My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. How many birdies and eagles will Phil Mickelson make over the course of the PGA Championship? It's very simple. Go to the Callaway community. You can enter your guess on the total number of birdies and eagles that Phil Mickelson will make. During the 2018 PGA Championship at Bell Reeve, you need to do it before the first tee shot on Thursday, and you will win a signed Callaway flag by Phil Mickelson, master pitchman, and certainly a candidate to play well here this week, I believe, House. Well, and not, not just master pitchman. I mean, let's talk about the move, Shaq. He's moving and grooving. We've got the <laughs> groovy Phil. He can move and groove because he has a shirt that fits him properly. Mm, finally. Speaking of properly fitting shirts, today's show also brought to us, my friends, by Proper Cloth, the leader in men's custom shirts. Are you having trouble finding shirts that fit? Well, at propercloth.com, ordering custom shirts has never been easier. Create your custom shirt size by answering 10 easy questions. Shirts start at 80 bucks and are delivered in just two weeks. That's a quick turnaround. Perfect fit is guaranteed. If a shirt doesn't fit, they will remake it for free. That makes the whole process risk-free. For premium quality, perfect fitting shirts, visit propercloth.com slash shackhouse and use gift code shackhouse to get $20 off your first custom shirt today. And now on to the shackhouse. Greetings, house from 16 miles west of downtown St. Louis and the famous Gateway Arch and lots of humidity and rain right now here at the Bellarive Country Club. How are you today? I think I'm in better shape than you because you are oh, 
You mean you're sitting at a, at the golf course, but it's pouring down rain, and you're just gonna sit inside all day, right? Yeah, it's, it's not good. The squeegee crew is now pushing water outside of uh, towards our door here in the media center. So that should give you an idea. I'm waiting on the rain gauge total, but um, and I had so many so many wonderful theories too for you on who this was gonna favor this week and. Uh, this is just just blown a hole in all that. I think. I think uh, it's it's going to be uh, an interesting week. But um, we we encountered this before. We, we just a couple years ago at, at Baltusrol was the, kind of the same thing, right? Ducking raindrops, dodging lightning bolts, sopping up water. But they, they we managed to get in a good championship. Jimmy Walker over Jason Day right at the very end. Very dramatic. Yeah, yeah, there was that. Um, there was one key difference. The greens there um, were uh, alive and healthy. Oh, <laughs> no, I see. no, they're living. They're living. They're just oh, not okay. quite the strongest set of greens uh, I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know what the members are going to be left with at the end of the championship. Uh, this rain might help a little bit, but either way. Uh, the greens, we have been hearing this for a while. They're very poor here. They're, they're just soft and slow. And, and I say poor. By modern tournament standards, they're poor. By, by normal, everyday golf standards, they're fine. They're, they're stressed. Um, they're just weak. And, and unfortunately, they just um, uh, are, are made to look even worse by how amazing the rest of the conditioning is on the golf course. The Zoysia grass fairways are very lush. They're a little slow, though. So uh, the combination of that with uh, some some width that I see, and then a mowing of the rough yesterday, and a few other things, I, you know, it just it, to me it's going to add up to a, a bomber's paradise. But we'll we'll get to some of that, I think, as we break down the field and some biases uh, here at at Bell Reeve. Um, well, let, let me um, ask you a question about the greens. I saw that you posted on uh, Twitter uh, a notice from the PGA yeah. about the green speeds. What was what was that notice? Well, they are uh, intentionally slow for the practice rounds, and they uh, uh, let the players know that they will be taking the speed up on Thursday once the, the championship begins, um, in part because uh, they are trying to protect them. The members, as the uh, forecaddy reported in Golf Week yesterday, uh, have been off the greens most of the year. They've played temporaries and the member guests. The PGA Champ uh, of America is picking up their dues for uh, at least July and August as a as a thank you for staying off the greens. So it's been a situation really that's really dated back to last summer. They've just had trouble in the heat. The greens are uh, just not healthy, and and so they're uh, they're just protecting them as much as possible heading into the championship. Now today, I don't know. I'm again, I'm waiting on the rain number, but We've had well over an inch of rain here, and uh, that's certainly not going to speed them up or smooth them out. So there has been very little play on these, and they're going to be in for quite a shock on Thursday when they take the mowing heights down and put 156 players on these greens, which uh, they were renovated uh, last of 2006. So I have a feeling there may be another renovation coming in uh, in the coming years. I feel for the members here. They're they're uh, very nice people, but uh, they they're going to pay a price. At another uh, renovation. They're, they're, that's right. But the the big picture observation here to me is, you know, this is kind of a fitting way to end this tournament in mid-August. We're going to stop having this, you know, middle of summer uh, event as the last major of the season 
and be subjected to the vagaries of, of summer weather and, and no longer play in, in, at venues that are, are really vulnerable and susceptible to, you know, big time effects on the outcome and potentially the play because we're, we're going to take ourselves out of this summer window. Am I, am I right? That is right. I, I certainly have some concerns about the May date going to some Northeast venues where the greens won't be ready because of, of wintertime weather. But yes, I think the PGA of America will be able to point to this week and say, well, this is another good reason we're leaving August. They've known about the, this problem for a while, so it wasn't like the greens just suddenly went on them because of the, the hot weather. The hot weather hasn't helped. And you really feel for the superintendent and, and the team here because the rest of the place is in, in excellent shape. And But the collars are awful. You'll see on television, they, they resotted them. And so there are going to be some rules issues and, and players are kind of debating how they're going to recover. There's a lot of short grass around the greens here, but you're just not going to see any bump and run shots. It's all, they're just, the Zoysia is just beautiful to hit a wedge off of. Uh, nice cushion line, no tight, scary stuff like we saw at Carnoustie. I mean, the, the contrast between this and Carnoustie in terms of really all facets of the game is uh, startling. And it's going to uh, lead to, I think, just epic, epic good scoring, especially with this rain. And uh, we can also touch uh, on that in a bit if you've uh, stumbled upon any prop bets on that front. Um, oh, I'm going to look. I yeah. guarantee you I'm going to look while we're talking. Yeah. Well, let me just give you a quick little, let's just set the scene a little bit before we become total degenerates and break down the field because uh, uh, we do want to try and celebrate the host venue, which dates back to, believe it or not, 1897 at uh, an original location house. Uh, but they've been at this spot uh, since 1960, Robert Trent Jones, senior design. Uh, it's it's uh, hosted a U.S. Open, a PGA Championship. Uh, the course was renovated. It's been tinkered with a lot. Reese Jones in 2006, as I mentioned. And uh, they've they've changed a l several holes. It's a beautiful property. I can say that. I really, really love the property. I don't love the Reese Jones work. It sticks out like a sore thumb and uh, not, my, not my favorite kind of architecture. Just very abrupt. Very interesting, too, by the way. The bunkers, you have these very steep faces, and they're cutting them tight. So you're going to see all the balls, I think, end up in the sand. I mean, there's just a lot of weird little dynamics going on with the setup between the agronomic issues and, and the bunkers. The uh, course stretches to 73-16, par uh, 70. They've had uh, Gary Player and Kel Nagel in the U.S. Open here in 1965, just five years after it opened. In fact, on my flight here, Eddie Marins, the little pro, longtime legendary pro at Bel Air Country Club, played in that U.S. Open and confirmed uh, the legend that the course was a little bit rough. It still wasn't ready five years in when they hosted that. And by the way, House Kel Nagel, Gary Player, two of the shortest hitters uh, of their time, and also noteworthy when the PGA Championship came back here in 1992. Uh, Nick Price, you know, he got it out there a decent distance, but was was more accurate. Certainly not a plotter or a short hitter, but uh, you've probably scanned some of the leaderboards, and John Cook pops up, my colleague at Golf Channel, uh, who I was talking to this morning, uh, Jim Gallagher Jr., Gene Sowers, Jeff Maggard had 65 that week. So history has suggested that you don't have to be super long to play well here. Camilo uh, Viegas edged out Dudley Hart by two in the BMW Championship here in 2008, which is really only our uh, our only opportunity to look and see who's played Belle Reve before in a championship. And uh, Phil Mickelson was really the only one of note 
uh, besides Jim Furyk, who's playing this week. And if you if you believe the captain has a chance, he had a 62 in that uh, event in 2008 here at Bell Reve. And of course, the course also was slated to host the uh, BMW in 2001, but the event was canceled due to uh, the events of, of 9-11. So there you go. So that's a little bit of Bell Reeve. Uh, do not ask me why we're hosting the 100th PGA Championship here. It's been asked many, many times, and nobody has a good answer. <laughs> what about the PGA of America? What's their answer? Uh, somebody decided this would be a good place to have it. And as these organizations tend to be, it was a political thing, I think. And uh, somebody will be um, was very happy at the time. Uh, and there you go. So nobody else really quite understands it, but uh, the, the fans here will be very supportive, and everybody is very excited to have the, the best golfers here in Missouri. So there is that, and there you have it. That's 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 Bell Congratulations. Reef. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can feel Great. your excitement too. Yeah, so there you go. Now, as for the championship itself, as you know, uh, Justin Thomas is our defending champion, and this has been an American-dominated event, 79 of 99 PGAs, but uh, for the last 10 uh, were American, so there has been a little bit of an international influence. 54 of 99 PGA champions and seven of the last nine have made this major their first major championship win. Something right. else to keep in mind. I'm sure you, as, yeah. a, as a man of uh, numbers, has, has already taken note of that. I have indeed. I've been looking for my trend line, Your Shaq. trend that line, is yeah. one That is one that jumps off the page at me. And when you say seven of nine, the other two were won by Rory. Right. Which is an, an interesting phenomena here because we are also looking at, we're, we're trying to come up with a predicate for this Bell Reeve experience, what kind of skill set will will do well here? What kind of disposition? Mm. And so we've done a little bit of research, a little bit of hustle. Our pal Pat Mayo um, of uh, FantasyNational.com uh, has done a little bit of the legwork and looked at Reese Jones designs or redesigns mm. that have uh, been... Uh, you know, built into uh, major yeah. kind of conditions. Did he conclude there had been too many? Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, there are a number here. I mean, if you go Eastlake, Rochester, <laughs> Beth Page, Atlanta Athletic Club, Congressional, mm. Medina, Oakland Hills, Tory, oh, Hazel, Coghill, all the all the greats, all the greats. Yeah. But uh, Rory's name appears a few times on here, as does another name, Jason Day. Yeah. So two, two. If if. We, it's already the case. Reese Jones, his own self, has said that this uh, design of his at Bell Reeve is intended to favor a ball striker, and the strokes gained approach is one metric that um, has you know been been cited as uh, an indicator, a, a reasonable indicator of success at at this venue. Um, and in fact, uh, Camillo Villegas, who you mentioned. Had a good uh, result in that category back in 2008. So uh, I don't know what effect this rain that you are swimming through right now is going to have on that metric, if any. But we, we do know that these greens are going to be slow throughout, even with the uh, effort to, to speed them up. And so it may be the case that you don't need uh, a guy with a historically demonstrated 
putting prowess. You need ball striking prowess, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to see somebody gaining a lot of strokes on the field with with their putter. Um, it just doesn't have that that feeling when you look at the greens that a good putter is going to look at these and get excited. Uh, and 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 I, you know, that's just uh, going to be something to to accept this week. And I, I also think that the softness of the greens is going to be interesting. Watching shots yesterday out on the golf course, how much balls were spinning back dramatically something you you know we we see occasionally but i i have not seen in a major championship in a long time those old style greg norman balls that 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 just go out there and then just just zing backwards and i saw a lot of that yesterday and i think some of the players are gonna have to i don't know make some sort of adjustment i don't know what you do you can't really make your 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 grooves uh dull uh, while you're uh, mid-tournament so um, I think I think what it'll do is highlight something we've discussed before is how blown away I am by the ability of players today to hold greens that I think are concrete and they make look uh, like they're not. And Bell Reeve is going to probably show that off. It's not going to be something for Tiger, who plays a very soft uh, Bridgestone ball that he's very proud of how soft and how much it spins. But uh, it's something that's going to, uh, I think, be on his mind and hopefully we'll be able to ask him he postponed his press conference here uh around the rain and he's uh, out playing right now and he's going to come in a little later today so i don't have any insights from from him i do have by the way before i forget house uh a little bit of follow-up on his firestone play so i i just want to get yeah. this. well uh, you, you beat me to yeah. it i want i want because i'm interested in whether or not there's any correlation between what we just saw at firestone and, and Bell Reeve, what you're anticipating, and, and specifically in connection with the Tigers. So let's hear it. Well, I think there's a big correlation in terms of the, the guys who played well. I don't know how you don't get excited about Justin Thomas and, and Jason Day, even though it was a little ragged on Sunday, and and uh, Roy McElroy, and then I would I'll even go a little bit deeper uh, later on with with a little Aaron Wise case, but. Tiger uh, did not practice on uh, from the from the time he left Carnoustie until Tuesday when he he arrived at Firestone. He was on a a very strict family vacation of no golf. I think that was a a spring training week for him at Firestone. Well, wait, 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 wait. Uh, a very strict no golf vacation. Family vacation. Yeah, they went to Switzerland, which was really, he talked about, but he didn't take the golf clubs and he didn't practice. Uh, so that, he that's wasn't all grinding. fine. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. any problem. No, I'm not with criticizing. That. I'm just letting you know that's no, probably I, why the game was probably not uh, dialed in at Firestone. It was a it was a light week for him. It was a spring training week. Well, he was there on Thursday and Friday, though. I mean, you know, he was he, sure. he was uh, validating a lot of that early enthusiasm for him at the final. You know, everybody was dying for that narrative to be fulfilled. Yeah which was Tiger at, at the the greatest winner ever at Firestone closing out this uh you know era of Firestone with a with a a win and the validation and valedictory uh experience of uh you know him back on this on the major golf scene. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all. Just 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 know didn't it didn't happen. Didn't happen, <laughs> but I I just don't know how hard he was he was going at it last week. I don't think his uh, physical therapist was even there and I just ah, yeah. So this is what I'm. This is what I was wondering I'm about. I'm so yeah. so Just don't read a lot into last week. Uh, I also that said, I don't know. I don't see him loving Bell Reeve. Um, he may he may come in and say, I've never seen a course fit my eye more than this one. But this is a. I think he likes golf courses with a little 
left to right shape to the holes, and and there's definitely a right to left bias that uh, most yeah, people half feel. The holes have that right to left bias. Yeah, here, right? and I would have said that might be a little bit overrated until this rain because. A couple of them you look at and you go, you know, uh, you don't really want to cut that corner that much. At least holes I, I looked at yesterday, I was like, well, it looks good from the tee as a right to left hole. But you get down in the fairway and actually the right side is 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 almost better. So uh, and, and I'd read that in a few of the, the, the comments in past tournaments here that that there are some sucker tee shots that can can lure you into really trying to play a big rope draw. And and it doesn't. There's no payoff for that, and and that's why some of the shorter guys have played kind of cautiously and and done fine because they didn't uh, fall for that trap. So that said, uh, I think he tends to like a course that's shaped um, a little more left to right these days. But I I don't know. I I really he he he'll he, it's hard to, to to read what what exactly he likes. I just think more uh, in general the the. Uh, the softness and it probably being an incredible birdie shootout. Uh, it's it's going to be hard for him to get the juices flowing like Carnisti did. Same same with Jordan Spieth. It's just hard for me to see him loving the way things are are being presented right now because of of this uh, this this rain and and the lushness of the turf. But stranger things have happened. Well, I, I have one more Tiger question for you, but let's take a break uh, before before we get there, and then we can get talk about some picks as well. Okay, great. Uh, well, let's uh, think about now, House. It was a special week in golf last week, I, I think. Um, obviously, it was pretty cool that, that the generations that were there for Justin Thomas and his win at Firestone and, and knowing that his dad and his granddad were uh, golf professionals. But I don't know if Georgia Hall's win at the, the Women's British Open got enough love. Whether dad on the bag, this is somebody who is not – uh, who did not come from a super wealthy background and and even had to not play some events uh, for financial reasons. And here she goes back to Great Britain with a great big Bertha epic driver and a rogue fairway wood channeling the jailbreak technology at Royal Lytham. But I just thought it was such a cool win to see her do that in, in, her, in her native land uh, and how much it meant to those people to, to, to have a Brit win at Royal Lytham. And... Uh, uh, just a just a class act all the way. Incredible performance down the stretch on a golf course that was playing so so tough. So congratulations to uh, Georgia Hall, who plays so many fine clubs from our friends at Callaway Golf, uh, uh, sponsors of this fine pod. Yeah, well, today's show also brought to us by our pals at Tommy John. Mm. Tommy John Shack is the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere. Shack, Tommy John does not give an F. <laughs> they give three Fs. Fabric, fit, and function. They obsess over every little detail and stitch using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. Tommy John's men and women's underwear sport. Oh, my gosh. Listen to this. <laughs> a no wedgie guarantee, Shaq. Hey, House, I wore them on the flight here. No wedgie. I know that's a little TMI for most, but no wedgie. That's all I'm going to say. I got them on for the pod. The pod is a no wedgie zone, Shaq. <laughs> also comfortable, stay put, waistband. These Tommy Johns are made with a range of fabrics, luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture wicking, breathable, designed to move with you, not against you. 
No bunching and no riding up is what that means. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear that if you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund. They have a best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. That includes their new life-changing women's underwear that sold out in six weeks, but now fully back in stock. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash shackhouse for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash shackhouse for 20% off TommyJohn.com slash shackhouse. All right, Al. So we, uh, we, we've established... That um, I'm not a fan of Bell Reeve. Uh, yeah, uh, it's soft. It's uh, it's it's slow. It's going to be longer than probably uh, people anticipated based on the recent rain. And uh, I'm still loving Tony Fee now. So let's. I'm just cutting right to the chase. It's just still. It's still. Last week we covered it, and I'm feeling it this week still. But I, we do have a lot of names to throw out there for those who are doing a little bit of prognosticating fantasy play. Uh, fantasy golf play that is you know that kind of thing dfs everything i don't have any reason to to challenge you on tony fee now he fits one of my favorite trend lines this is from our good pals at espn.com i think it was chris uh felica i don't know how to say his name so sorry chris if i got it wrong but there is a broad trend line that applies to not only pga championship where we you mentioned seven of the last nine are first-time winners. But just in general, 10 of the past 12 majors have been won by a player that's not previously won a major. Mm. And we're going to layer in another mm. little data point Layers. here. 23 of the past 24 majors have been won by players ranked in the top 30 of the official World Golf Ranking. Okay. So here's what we want, Shaq. We want... Somebody ranked in the top 30 with no major wins. And I have about uh, one, you know, maybe a dozen names or so that fit that, many of whom also, by happenstance, crossfit quite well into Uh-oh. my Your Nike, Nike oh, mixed bag <laughs> <laughs> invention. And, you know, one of those names is indeed Tony Finau. Now, Tony Finau has a lot of reasons to be interesting this week. He has finished in the top 10 of all three majors so far this season, which means that I am very bullish on uh, a wager of him it finishing inside the top 10, presently available at plus 350. Yeah. That's three and a half to one that Tony Finau will finish in the top 10. Um, some other names that fit that, that uh, Nike clothing, mixed yeah. golf bag, narrative how about kyle stanley acquitted himself quite well last week at firestone you mentioned your own self being interested in seeing guys that you know have come in with a little bit of a hot hand kyle stanley through the roof in the ball striking and approach metrics you know what he's not good at putting you know what doesn't matter at this golf tournament putting. <laughs> well, it matters a little <laughs> but i i get your drift no that's that's that's, that's fantastic he's a, a wonderful selection and a couple other names. Now, now nobody's going to be surprised to hear about Tommy Fleetwood. He, he um, hmm. has performed quite well in all of the majors so far uh, this season. With, a, with one exception, he didn't have you know, an, an on-fire open championship performance. He started off hot and then kind of faltered 
down the yeah, stretch. Yeah, but he was there. But he was there. That's yeah, a, that's enough. There. Yeah. He's a he. Look at look at this. Now I like these odds. Tony Finau presently available thirty five to one. Yeah. Tommy Fleetwood presently available twenty eight to one. These are my kind of guys, Shaq. These are odds that 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 you know are give you some some real incentive to go ahead and put down a little bit of uh, hard earned capital. Another guy that I'm looking at that doesn't fit the Nike mixed bag. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, paradigm, but that I I, I I liked his form, and I think this is just the kind of tournament for him to win. John Rahm, I think John mm. Rahm. This is uh, uh, you know, there's a Tory corollary to this. Tory is another place that Reese put his hands on, um, and you know, I I think in terms of the the length and uh, the the shot making, the high ball flight that that seems like it's going to be required here. John Rahm. Um, Checks a okay. lot of boxes for me. All right, at, at, at this he's way. all yours. Um, yeah. Uh, before we leave Fee now, one other thing. I don't know if you've taken a look at the groupings, but he is paired at seven seventeen on Thursday with Jim Furyk and Xander Schauffele. Uh That ought to be an interesting little Ryder Cup scouting mission. I'm not sure how I feel about that pairing. I, it's so obvious what <laughs> what's up with that one, but it's a chance for him to, uh, the captain, to scout two players, and I guess the PGA Championship is a place for that. I hope that doesn't add any kind of burden for, for Tony or Xander. I don't think it will. I think this is a major, and they're going to be more concerned with that. So, uh, Well, Xander is another guy that's interesting. Obviously, on this list, he's inside the top 30 yeah. and has not won a major, and, and possibly the, the best performance uh, of anybody across the majors uh, to date, right? Uh, this year? I yeah. thought Fino had him, but anyway, he's, yeah, I mean, well, obviously, the Open Championship was incredible. Um, I don't remember his Masters finish now. I don't remember uh, his Masters finish. But, he but had a good player's finish. Tony, Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, and Finau has just, he hasn't been out of the top 10 yet in, a, in the first three majors. And I feel like we've just done this before where a player has trended that season in the in the majors and then done well in the PGA Championship. So, uh, so anyway, but he's a great I, number. Flynn was a great number. Uh, but everybody's just feeling like this is a Rory McIlroy uh, love fest with the the the, the mutter angle, the the PGA, the time of year, last week. But I don't know. Justin Thomas sure put him away. That was awfully impressive. I just don't have any feel. The Justin Thomas is is my bugaboo. I I cannot figure him out. Mm. I don't ever have a feeling for when he's going to come into an event yeah. and burn it down. His track record at Firestone wasn't great. He had missed the cut at the Open Championship. Now the same was true last year when he went to Quail Hollow uh, and put on that that great performance. But I I just I never have a feel for when Justin okay. Thomas is going to get Justin Thomas hot, and when he does. He's unstoppable. He's unbeatable. Yeah. The only guy that can beat him is himself. And I don't, I, for that reason, I, I never give him out. Now, I, he fits very much the pedigree that we talked about at Firestone of guys that have either won majors or, um, you know, have been in the top two or three. So there's no surprise there. And I regret not having included him, but his track record at Firestone wasn't strong. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, it felt like maybe not a horse for a sure. course. I do want to mention one other name to you okay. that fits this this uh, Nike mixed bag narrative, and I don't really think I'm going to um, bet him to win, but I just want to point out the consistency of Paul Casey. Mm. Uh, Paul Casey has finished in the top 20 in 21 of his past 25 events going back last season. 
He is right now available at plus 180 to finish in the top 20 of this event. So that's nearly two to one odds for him to do something that he's done 21 of his past 25 events. And Paul Casey sneakily has, has also had a pretty decent major uh, tournament performance, uh, good performance run this year. Uh, sorry, I was a little distracted. Tiger Woods just walked by. I don't, I, I don't, oh. Somehow the, the media center back door has become the, um, the, the, the way into the center. He did not stop and offer his uh, best to Shack House listeners, but I know that's what he was thinking. With that little <laughs> that little head nod, um, yeah, I love all those names. Now let's 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 throw out some people that uh, names that don't normally get mentioned because we really are overdue uh, in a PGA Championship for a a little bit of a surprise winner, and I think that this year's setup with the softness probably opens the door to some people who you might not normally have expected to contend that just kind of seems to happen when you get a softer golf course somebody just gets hot and gets rolling and and that's why i mean there are two people really who stand out to me obviously the the first uh, i mentioned earlier so it's not going to come as a surprise aaron wise who had missed five cuts in a row until he played very well at firestone tied for six and he's somebody once he finds something and gets going He's pretty dangerous, and I feel like this is a golf course that uh, should suit him, suit his uh, kind of style of attack and, and, and allow him to attack. I think he just has looked like somebody who uh, wants to play aggressively and isn't so hot when he has to play cautiously, and, and that's just kind of a typical uh, of a lot of the young players today, and I think he's going to have the green light special here. Yeah, he fits that uh, that bomber thing. He's he's one of these. I'm going to say this, and I don't mean it in a pejorative way at all. Uh, I'm very jealous. He's a little guy bomber. He and Justin Thomas are both not not giant men, but they they hit the living daylights out of the ball. Yeah, and they 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 swing like their life depends on it. And I I'm with you. If if he's demonstrated uh, his win at, at Trinity Forest this year um, was a was a perfectly good validation of this when when he's clicked in. Uh, he's he's pretty unstoppable. Yeah, uh, the other guy uh, who is trying desperately to make the Ryder Cup team, Torborn Olison. Uh, if you're a DraftKings player, he's at sixty seven hundred dollars. I put him on my golf week. Golf week we have our fantasy picks, and I had to submit mine, and I threw him in as a DraftKings bargain. He uh, was T six at the Irish, T twelve at the Open, and then T three at the Bridgestone. Captain uh, uh, Bjorn came in today and said, "Look, you know, we're—I did not know this. They're very good friends, and he's made clear that for him to pick him to be a captain's pick, if he doesn't make it on points, and he's in that spot right now, just outside on the European list, he is going to have to do something very, very special to make the captain feel good about selecting him. So I, I, I just love the way his game is trending." He's a sensational talent. If you look at the number, he's 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 picked up yardage. Uh, he had had it. He lost it. He kind of has gotten it back. So I don't know if that was injury or technique, but he's clearly somebody who is more, uh, well, just really dialed in right now. And, and so to play well yeah. at Firestone after the Lynx season shows he's just kind of uh, immune to whatever the golf course setup is. His game is just fitting everything so keep an eye on him well that, great guy to well, have i want to list i want to i want to offer you a little support on that our good pal, pal justin ray at justin ray gc the golf channel researcher sure. posted torburn's last five final round scores so the last five tournaments that he's played in when he's made it to a sunday here are the sunday scores uh, and I, I don't have the tournaments to match up 
Um, but you mentioned a few of the tournaments. 64, 61, 68, 71, 64. Wow. So that's a that that's a pretty good closer right there. That's yeah. a guy that if he makes the cut, you 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 can, you know, have high hopes for something. And if you're looking to to build out a DFS lineup or a fantasy lineup, yeah. that's a guy I think you you did uh, very well putting him into the mix there in, in, in your column earlier this week. Now, have you got anybody uh, any long shots you're excited about? No, I I'm pretty well focused on on these middle tier guys. Yeah. I really do subscribe to this idea of a top 30 official world golf ranking. Um, and I and I like very much a first-time winner. Um, one guy we haven't mentioned that, uh, you know, could be an interesting redemption story uh, after the, the, the hullabaloo he found himself in uh, last week. We talked about it. That was, that was Bryson DeChambeau, the, the only golfer to uh, improve his score each round at, at Firestone this past week. He shot lower each day, um, and I don't know where he ended up, but it was a, it was a decent uh, finish. It was, I, I'm pretty sure it was a top-10 finish uh, was for, it? for Bryson. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't say, I, okay, I'll have to double-check that. Well, he was out with Captain Ferrick this morning in the, the limited practice round that has once again been suspended here, and so he certainly trying everything he can to make the Ryder Cup team. Uh, and that would be almost a concern to me that he's that he's trying too hard on that front. Now, House, have you come across any prop bets on the score? Or I, is it a little too I early? I do. I have. I have. And this mm. is the interesting thing. Uh, I'm looking at Jeff Sherman at, at Westgate, uh, the, the Westgate Las Vegas Superbook manager. Mm. He put these up about 45 minutes ago. The winning score prop and the lowest round prop, Shaq, are the exact same at Bell Reeve as they were at Carnoustie. Now, really? I got it dead wrong at Carnoustie. The winning score wow. number is 267.5. The lowest round is 63.5. We only missed the lowest round by a stroke, and Justin Rose on Saturday shot that 64, and it felt like, oh, uh, who, yeah. who was it? Was it Chris Wood? Somebody was out Chris there. Chris Wood was one. Yeah, there were a couple. Yeah, it was on fire on Saturday and then just petered out a little bit uh, down the stretch, but uh, I thought we might get a 63 on Saturday because of how beautiful the conditions were at Carnoustie, and and you know it was a favorable uh, setup in terms of the pins and such. Um, and so I, I don't have any problem with going with a 63, you know, taking the under on lowest round here. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait, at, wait, wait, at wait, wait, wait. What did he set? He set it at 63 for the lowest round? Yeah, six, 63 and a half. So 63 is a winner. Seven under is a winner. But that wasn't what it was at Carnoustie. Yes, it was. It was 63 and a half. You had to, you had to match the course record at Carnoustie. To to win, was, I'm telling you, I know this because I lost. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was. The numbers were the same. I thought it. I thought it edged up to 60, 64 or sixty four and a half. Well, but, if it oh well. if it did, I didn't. I didn't get it. I, the action I got was sixty three and a half on Thursday. It's a par seventy, two par fives, so you have that element here. But I just think with the softness, uh, you saw the driving distances at Firestone. This is that time of year. Everybody. <laughs> is as limber and feeling as good as as they can possibly feel, and they're just hitting the ball incredible distances, and they're they're just uh, everything's just generally dialed in for most of these players this time of year. So, I I I believe a sixty two is very very possible, uh, and I would I would take the under two sixty seven uh, puts us at uh, thirteen under. 
13 under is a winner. The number is 267 yeah. and a half. So if we get ourselves to 13 under, that's a W on that. Yeah, what do you think? I, think, I think 15 or 16 under uh, is easily within reach. Okay, so you, based on what you've seen so far and your experience walking around, the rough is, is you know, it's been cut down to two and a half inches. It's not going to be so formidable that we're, it's going to drag the field closer to, to a 10 under kind of I number. sure don't think so, no. And I, I, I talked to a couple caddies when I was out there yesterday, and, and, and without even asking their thoughts, they just their first reaction was uh, low scoring. Just, just going to be a, an absolute shootout. And because you, know, you have to look at other elements, the bunkers look really good. You know, if you watch Lytham uh, when Georgia Hall won, they, uh, Karen Stupples was very critical, frankly. The, the bunkers there are so penal. And then they had, they had kind of thick rake marks. Well, here, the, the, what everything, everything I've seen, the raking is uh, very standard, nice, compact sand. And now with this rain, it firms it up. And, that gives these guys no problems. Uh, the short grass areas are not intimidating in that that they're uh, not going to stand there and go, well, do I hit wedge? Do I putt it? It's it's a lob wedge every time uh, it's, over here. It's so, a wedge so every you, time. Uh, you just kind of all these little things where you chip away at, at decision-making or, or doubt uh, and, you, and then no wind. It's just all the ingredients for – Incredible scoring for these guys. They're just they're just all too dialed in at this point with amazing equipment, track men, masseurs, um, swing coaches, uh, the whole oh, pack. Oh, masseurs, masseuses, masseuses. They just they just can't. Yeah, uh, they 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 really. It's it's hard to fathom how they can have it more perfectly uh, set up for scoring. I guess the only thing you might counter with is that the greens aren't super smooth but they they aren't super fast either so it's not like you know on the west coast swing where you get those poa greens that are 13 and they 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 uh they obsess over every little bump because they're accentuated so much at that speed when these are at at 10 and a half uh like they were at a lot of the links golf courses and they were they were bumpy the players just don't take uh, as much offense and then therefore their confidence soars and I feel like uh, that it just the ingredients are too strong. So, uh, and I I I, I think uh, take the take the, the the bet that says it's going to be <laughs> uh, low scoring. All right, yeah. I like it. Well, how about uh, we mentioned Tiger, and you know people might be out on him a little bit. Uh, the odds for him. Will he make the cut? Yes, is minus four fifty. So that's pretty expensive. If you if you want to wager on Tiger making the cut, you have to put down four hundred and fifty to win a hundred. No, that's insane. Uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not messing with that at all. No, uh, top no, ten no. finishes plus like three hundred. I like his pairing. Uh, you know, he's Thursday morning. He's he's playing with with uh, Rory and and Justin and I you know the only thing is he might get into a little bit of a long drive uh, chasing kind of thing. But I, I don't I feel like he's past that in his life. I don't think he, he really gets caught up in that kind of thing. Um, so I, I think it's a great pairing for him. And he um, he can learn a golf course pretty quickly, as they're all going to have to do. So I, I think it, he's certainly going to make the cut and play well. I just don't know if, it's, if he's really going to get up to that next level and love this place enough to, to go all out. So let me let, – I, I want to – briefly touch on the very tip top tippy top tier guys to make sure that 
Um, we've at least, you know, okay. given a little bit of, of FaceTime for him. DJ shot 10 under at Firestone over the weekend. Yeah. He was even par going into Saturday, then he shot 10 under. Is there, would anybody raise an eyebrow if DJ came out and, and burned this place down? No, 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 they wouldn't be shocked no. at all. No, he should love it. Yeah, because he, 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 can, he can just bomb the ball all over the place. Uh, and he showed great accuracy in, in Canada. Uh, I don't know what his um, uh, accuracy off the tee was at Firestone, but it didn't really matter. Uh, he was the only guy that shot 10 under over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and and, and what, what do I do with, with Justin Thomas? I mean, I, I, again, I just don't know what to do. I don't with understand. What do, you, what do you mean? What is there, what is there to do? He's, is he going to be great or is he going to be not He's going to be great. He's one of the top two players in the world right now. I, what, do you think he's going to be tired from last week? Do you think he's going to be intimidated I, I playing I, with I, Rory I, and Tiger? No. I, he's no, he's I, friends he with both. Not. In fact, it, it, that pairing might even be uh, more to his liking than it will be for, for Rory or Tiger. In fact, Rory doesn't like these these celebrity pairings that much, although this is actually strictly in, in – PGA Championship uh, terms a former PGA Champions pairing. Uh, he's Justin Thomas is he's he's as close to a sure thing to, to be in contention as as you can possibly get in a golf tournament. So that means that we have four guys that feel like fit that category in the very tippy top tier. Uh, that's uh, Rory. I mean, is there any? We can't leave Rory out, can we? How about the U.S. Open champion? Also fits in that category, Brooks Kepka. I know, and then, yeah. and he's available yeah. at twenty to one and right he, now. And he averaged he averaged three hundred and forty one yards off the tee last week on the, on the measuring hole. Three twenty nine on all drives. He and Rory both three twenty nine all drives. Every one of them, unbelievable. Well, I just uh, the the problem I have with Kepka is that he's another guy. I don't know what frame of mind he's um, in, and it seems like that matters. Now he 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 finished fifth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at 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 Bridgestone you, after you can't a leave him out. Canada, and he and he he's and, played and, very and, well uh, in the PGA Championship the last three years. He likes this time of year. He likes warm weather. He's bombing it. Um, I I just I think he's in that upper upper group. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a wealth I, of riches I, right now. It's exciting, and we have, yeah, you know, we've had times where we we lament that there aren't that many of the, the top players playing well going into an event. Well, we certainly have that this time, and and I think that's what makes it fun, in spite of maybe the not the most thrilling piece of architecture or the uh, most perfect setup. So many guys are are on form, and uh, it's the last major of the year, the last time they're ever going to play it in August. So I think I think, uh, and then the crowds are going to be pretty excited to see them, and that's going to raise the energy level. So I'm not worried about about all that. I am worried about that. You know, first time we hear the the TNT theme music on Thursday, that's going to be a little rough. Uh, so why, why is that? The, the, uh, no, no, not you, my favorite you, broadcast you, you've been, of the year. No, you've no. been tiptoeing. Now, why is that? Is it is it because it's a little quiet for you? Does it's it not just bring never energy? What's well, the, you know, we see this with with uh, a lot of uh, times where it's one time a year and it's it's tough for them to get in the flow. And even though CBS is providing the photos, uh, Ernie Johnson is an amazing studio announcer. Uh, he's not quite as thrilling on the play by play, and it just. It's just always had a kind of an air to uh, to it that's a, that's a little bit dull, and I, and it's uh, certainly heavily heavily laden with commercials and and promos for 
um, shows because the, the contract the PGA of America has, which has one more year at Bethpage next year, is a, it was an ironclad contract, and they have not been able to modify it and, and maybe trim a little of that uh, promotional fat off of the, the bones. So CBS will be running promos for 60 minutes and things like they would a normal tour event and it takes away a little of the major championship feel i mean i really i know i think some people might find it bizarre but i think the pga has been hurt by the quality of the broadcast as a championship that people just think a little less of it and so that's something they'll be able to remedy in their next television contract which uh, i believe will be decided sometime in the in the coming weeks or month um, between probably cbs and, and nbc although you know there have been some interesting Mentions of other people suddenly interested in getting back into golf um, in some form. So you never know. But Like who? Like who? Well, the, ESPN? Yeah, ESPN, I think, has a little bit of interest. And, and certainly TNT seems to have a lot of money and interest. Uh, there have been kind of rumblings that might be a streaming element. But, you know, the tour just signed a new deal with, with NBC for the PGA Tour Live coverage. And they're going to host that uh, that pre-coverage so that was an interesting kind of surprising move frankly that they uh, they went that way because there there'd been a sense there'd been a little bit of tension between the sides so obviously i'm i'm thrilled because i think a little more synergy between golf channel and pga tour live will be good but um so yeah the, the pga has a, you know it's a good time to be asking people about uh, sports rights because a lot of the, the rights packages have been locked up and and this is one that's available, and maybe they miss the, the the biggest money opportunity, but you never know with a with a Netflix wow. and some of these other people on Amazon out there, and they've all been uh, suggested as wanting to get into sports. So you just never know. Okay, well that's interesting. I, I Fox has made such an outlay in terms of the capital that they've committed to the USGA. That's a natural. You know, contender. I I would think they already they built out all of the uh, capacity in terms of the human capital and the infrastructure to cover all the USGA events that they have under the umbrella yeah. right now. I, I I wouldn't be shocked at all if they stepped up with something right. crazy. Well, we'll see. Well, you uh, you let me know what you think of uh, the TNT broadcast because it'll it'll uh, kick off Thursday, and it looks to me like a big big bias towards. Big big names Thursday morning, Friday afternoon in the in the, the pairings. Just uh, just my my opinion, but um, and uh, it should be the only you know, the only thing I care about and that uh, that I ever complain about is is you know seeing the biggest names on you know, having them available on TV when they're playing. That's the only thing I'm interested in. So well, if, you, they, if they get that, right. uh, then then, <laughs> then I'll be. I'll be okay, but I guess what remains to be seen. All right. Well, I'm going to go uh, do a few more duties here, listen to a few player comments, and uh, are we going to try to do a little uh, action on the Twitter tomorrow, Wednesday? Definitely. For, I definitely uh, uh, I did, an update. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let's both. I, I mean, I know I'll get out uh, my usual um, major menu okay. of uh, prognostications, picks, selections, and anticipations. Uh, well, there are a lot of guys I'm looking at for top twenty and top ten plays that this go around. Uh, I mean, I you can you can spread out the the winners is, is is going to be so difficult for this shootout because of the shootout effect that you're describing, and it's going to be expensive to sprinkle on the five or six guys at the top tier. Uh, you know, I I can't leave out Jason Day. I can't leave out Rory. I can't leave out Justin Thomas. I can't leave out DJ. I can't leave. You know, I mean, that's who are I you leaving out? Leave no, out, I don't want uh, to. Know. 
Uh, so, you know, and then I have all my middle tier guys as well. So this, this, this menu might be a pricey menu, but the, it's, it's just uh, where we're at with this, with this uh, event this year. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, have some stuff on my blog with the, the pod, uh, with our uh, with some fantasy picks and and then we'll also hit the uh, the social media with a few updated ones. Uh, it's supposed to just keep raining off and on. I think uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, but then then be okay. And then the weekend gets a little more interesting. But the forecast has changed a million times. So by the time people are listening yeah. to this, it will have changed at least ten more times. So <laughs> that said, uh, and uh, we'll be back. Yeah, yeah, Sunday evening. Right? Absolutely, we're going to do a, a quick uh, final round uh, wrap. From the uh, our friends at the Ringer are going to uh, help us out to uh, to to wrap up everything about this PGA Championship. Whatever other news develops during the week, maybe we'll eventually get a, a, a verdict on the uh, Tiger Phil match. We'll know a little bit of it, more about the PGA of America, what they may be doing with some of their plans here in the coming years. Who knows? Maybe a new venue uh, announcement, and all that good stuff. So. Uh, but anyway, House, quickly, just a, a thank you again to our friends at Callaway for sponsoring the Shack House and their new Red Ball putter from Odyssey, which is now available in stores. Please go out to your local golf shop and check out this totally cool design meant to help you address and improve on having exactly the right setup, getting those eyes right over the ball. It's totally cool stuff, great training aid. Um, but also could be something that really helps you with your game. And, of course, it's got the white-hot face, the ultimate insert in all of putting, and Odyssey has led all of the major tours this year in uh, and in major championships in the putter counts for good reason. Yeah, well, we have a lot of guys at, at the uh, Bell Reeve with the Odyssey in their bag, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if one of the guys that we've talked about comes through uh, I'm certainly rooting for it. We'll get all of those uh, uh, lineups and picks and selections out onto the social media for everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening to The Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. We will be back Sunday night with a champion. Can't wait. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.